Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. I had several people send me the stories that Steve has happened in your backyard right there in southeastern Michigan. So I checked the story out and it did happen near me. Rodentrack.com published it. I love the people at Rodentrack.com, good friends of mine. Lucas Bell wrote the story. EPA hits two more diesel tuners with $10 million fine for defeat devices. I actually looked at some of the legal pleadings on this case because they're available online. And uh, it turns out that mistakes were made in that $10 million fine probably could have been smaller if uh, some people had taken the right steps. So the EPA's crackdown on diesel emissions defeat devices has come to Michigan. It's come to Michigan. And of course, the Environmental Protection Agency is the EPA. Two Michigan-based diesel tuning companies have just been hit with $10 million worth of civil penalties for their role in the manufacture, sale, and distribution of diesel emissions defeat devices. We remember the manufacturers like VW. They got caught with something, a eh, little, little hinky going on with their, with their cars to get around the emissions standards. This right here is where you'd bring your vehicle into these people, allegedly, and say, hey guys, can you? work some magic on this and, I don't know, increase the performance or whatever and don't really care so much about the emissions. And so that is uh, why they got in trouble. According to a report from the Oakland Press, the Oakland Press, named after Oakland County, Michigan, uh, the two companies were found to be in violation of the Clean Air Act for their involvement with said diesel emissions defeat devices on August 29th, uh, related to violations first discovered back in 2021. Online court documents show that the EPA first reached out to the uh, one company about its non-compliance back in 2013, okay, uh, highlighting the extent of the company's misbehavior. Both companies are owned by one guy. So one guy owns two companies. He now faces $455,000 in civil penalties for his failure to respond to the EPA's initial requests related to the businesses. In fact, court documents uploaded by the EPA even say that that one company specifically engaged in an online fire sale after receiving the request from the EPA in order to liquidate their stock. The shop would also often sell packages that included both the necessary hardware to remove your emission system, as well as a software tune that would allow the trucks to make use of that free breathing setup now that you've removed that cumbersome uh, emissions stuff. And keep in mind, we're talking about a civil penalty. And a lot of people say, Steve, if I pay a $100 fine or a $100 penalty and it's criminal or it's civil, what would the difference be? Well, the difference would be the standards of proof and the actual court procedures. Because if it's civil, it's handled like a lawsuit. If it's criminal, it's handled like a crime. And so the standards for the prosecution or the government to meet in a civil action it's easier for them to hit those, but also the procedure is different. So what I mean by that is that in a criminal setting, if you don't show up for court, they'll issue a bench warrant for your arrest, and eventually they'll pick you up and drag you into court. In a civil setting, you don't show up for court, they can just default you and get a judgment. They will then get whatever it is they ask the court from you in the form of a judgment. Now, whether a person can pay a judgment is another thing altogether, but the point is that you sue somebody to get a judgment. If they default, you get your judgment. An additional judgment of just under $1 million was also entered against a shop owner relating to the Fair Debt Collection Procedures Act and alleged fraudulent transfers. Uh, the owner 
and his associates allegedly began to move assets out of the businesses once the EPA began to insist on compliance while continuing to ignore requests for information by the EPA in order to prevent any further harm or illegal behavior. The judge in this case also issued a permanent injunction against the owner and both of his companies, which prevents any future sales of the defeat devices without another wave of major penalties. Of course, a single $10 million fine should be enough of a deterrent to prevent any further action. I also suspect it's the Federal Debt Collection Practices Act, but I don't really worry about that so much. The EPA has continued to ramp up its legal efforts against the diesel tuning community as of late, thanks to the fact that vehicle emissions defeat devices are currently one of the agency's six national compliance initiatives. They've actually said these are the things we're going after the most. They've got a wish list. They're going to go after these things, a target list, if you, if you will. These programs receive the most amount of attention from the EPA's enforcement arm, with the current NCIs slated to run until 2023. This year, we've already seen one company get hit by a $1.6 million fine for its role in selling these devices. Another company, uh, its founder, was also hit with some major penalties this year, including having to pay $1.2 million in fines to the EPA, $1.2 million in fines for the IRS, and being sentenced to a year and a day in prison on conspiracy-related charges. Shops across the country should continue to take note of these developments as well as make an effort to respond to the EPA if they come knocking, if they don't, things are going to play out. Not how you'd like. (laughs) So a couple things to take from this story. One of which is the EPA comes along and they send you a request for information. If you read the request carefully, it'll say this request for information is an official government request and uh, you should respond to this. And there are rules in place in the law that say that the EPA can request information under certain circumstances and you must comply. Now you might say, Steve, I don't think I should have to comply. Fifth Amendment or some such. I don't want to comply with the government. Well, there's a law that says you ought to comply. Well, I don't believe that law is correct. Well, you've got two choices. These people here made the first choice. They ignored the request. And they got hit with millions of dollars in fines. I'm talking about all the different people referenced in the story. The other thing you can do is you can go to court and fight the request. And just so you know, companies fight and push back against the government all the time. And sometimes they win. So if you can go into court and say, Your Honor, this government agency has requested documents from us. And we believe that this is a violation of our Fifth Amendment or something. We've got a good argument against giving them these documents. You make that argument in court and see if it works. And if it does, great. If it doesn't, well, at least you tried. But by doing nothing, especially in a civil case, you face a default, meaning that the other side will then get whatever they ask the court for so long as it's legally possible. And so if they can make out a case that $10 million in fines is appropriate and you're not there to counter that argument, guess what's going to happen? $10 million in fines. Now, I will let you know that we've talked about this before. You can get a judgment against somebody and it's a piece of paper. Piece of paper. Okay? Piece of paper is not itself money. And you can't wring money out of it. And you can't wring money out of somebody either who hasn't got it or is going to fight you on giving it up. And they may or may not win that struggle. But this is the government we're talking about on the other side of this equation. So they can chase you endlessly 
another person, an attorney, whatever, may or may not be able to uh, have the wherewithal or the gumption to chase you. I can tell you I've gotten judgments against people. I've had people tell me I'll never pay that judgment, and I've gotten them to pay. I've also gotten judgments against companies for millions of dollars and had a company just go bankrupt. And then we you know, find ourselves in bankruptcy court chasing uh, an ever-decreasing pot of money. Uh, some companies do have bonds, depending on what they do for a living. And so I'm going to point out uh, in some videos I talk about car dealerships. In some states, to be a car dealership, you must have a bond, which means that if you come after them later, and they later say, I haven't got the money, you can go after the bond. The question is, how big is the bond? And so on like that. Now, a company like this probably doesn't have to have a bond. So they probably don't have a bond. And so if they were liquidating their assets, then there probably won't be a lot for the government to collect. Uh, the bigger issue, though, of course, is one, is this company going to be able to remain in business or continue in some form of business otherwise? But number two, is the government going to go after the people who are the customers of this company? And right about now, this video should have gotten very interesting to some people. Because I can tell you that I've seen the government crack down on a business that was doing something to break the law. I'm not saying it was this one. I'm just saying I've seen them crack down on a business. And as part of the crackdown, they got a list of the customers. And they said, okay, this business was helping people break the law. We'll go after them. Now that we've got them out of the way, let's go after all of the people they dealt with who were presumably breaking the law. And so it very well could be that there's a government official someplace who's got a file, inside of which is a list of customers who went to this business and got these devices put on their trucks. And uh, if that's the case, and someone in the government feels they have the time to do this, they might start chasing those people down. So that would be my concern if I had dealt with these companies. So that's Another angle to the whole story, but uh, it's from roadandtrack.com. Lucas Bell, I love roadandtrack.com. Full disclosure, they used to publish articles that I wrote, including some fairly recently. Story sent to me by Luann, Jesse, and Donna. And the headline is EPA hits two more diesel tuners with $10 million fine for defeat devices. This happened in Michigan. Questions or comments? Put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. Does anyone else think it's wrong that only one company makes the game Monopoly?